live from the only city in the United States that matters. It's New York and it's Pork Chatter. My name is your host as usual, Sarancha. I think I might have broke my finger on a live stream last night. My finger hurts real bad. Are you serious? Yeah, because uh, when I went in the kitchen, I fell. I didn't fall on the ground, but I tripped like into the cabinet. Okay. So I think I fucked up. It's, I, I don't think it's swollen, but it hurts. With me is my co-host, Asterios Cocaine Nose. Hey, hey, say hi. That's not my name, but hi. Um, how would a porg fix their wing if their wing got hurt? I think they just die. Like, what? <laughs> they're birds. How would the fuck would they fix I their wing? I don't know. I, I would hope that they'd go up to Chewbacca and ask Chewbacca to tape it oh, with like some so- sort of spanner or gyro wrench. Tape it with the spanner? No, tape... Use like a small spanner to act as a brace and then use some sort of like engineering tape to tape the wing up and then the spanner would keep it in place until the wing got healed. Apply a splint is the term you're looking for. That's not very futuristic at all. (laughs) You're right. Taping spanners to wings is a much more futuristic way to describe what we're talking about. Hyper spanners specifically. Sirius, say hello. What have you been up to this week? Um, what... Honestly, not much. Just going to work. Um, I'm really, really happy. Something that the audience might not know about is, okay, for our anniversary, for like our first year anniversary, my plan was to buy Sarantia a huge Kirby doll. So I went down to the Nintendo store, and of course, they were all sold out. So I was like, can I maybe get her like five smaller Kirbys, and then that would... That's okay? And it's like, no, that's not okay. I don't know what I would do with five small Kirby's, to be fair. No, look, it was a bad idea, and I apologize. So instead, so I text Sarantia, I'm like, do you want me to get you this, like, King DD? I could get you, like, Kirby with a mallet, Kirby with a this, Kirby with that. And instead, Sarantia goes, Why don't you buy me a knockoff Chinese pork off of eBay instead? That's exactly right. And I said, and I don't know how to do that, so I Venmoed her money to buy her own anniversary <laughs> present. Very romantic for me. I like it. I not. I think. Do we think that thing is a Chinese knockoff? You would know. I. I swear to God. I. I don't know how you do the things you do. Sarantia is always like buying anime stuff from like weird anime vendors, and the other night she won like ten eBay. Auctions in a row, all at once. I don't know how you do the things you do, but you do them. Listen, I'm just throwing it out there for anybody that's looking for official pork merch but can't find good one, which I, I think is fine to buy the knockoffs because Disney, if you want us to not buy the knockoffs, well then provide us with some better goddamn pork merchandise. I don't. Have we ever talked about that on air? I don't think we have. You, Sarancha, and look, I'm sorry to. I'm just. I'm just a guest. I'm sorry to kind of be... No, go ahead. Talk, talk, talk. Give me more. I'm a little bit intoxicated. But like, no joke, Sarantia is very disappointed with the quality of the official pork merchandise. I took her to a -A Build-A-Bear workshop, and Build-A-Bear was like advertising a thing where they're like, get your own pork, stuff it, put the heart in it, make a wish, instead of a -A Build-A-Bear, it's a pork. And like, we go there, and we're like, we see these porks. And the is like, this is terrible. They're fucking keychains. They didn't even have the stuffed pork. Maybe they were sold out. I don't think they were, though. Because they had literally on the window, Build-A-Bear Workshop, we have porgs. Yes. <laughs> and I walk in, and what do they have? They have stuffed keychains. Yeah. Which I, I don't like keychains to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think they're shitty, and they're shitty 
gift to bring back for somebody for like a souvenir. Mm-hmm. But uh, why would you ever, uh, as an adult, attach a stuffed animal to your keychain? You need to. It doesn't make any sense because I keep my keys in my pocket. If you got this, got got, and this is not an insignificant stuffed animal. This thing is like two inches long. You can't keep that in your pocket. It's going to look like you got a wad of bills in your pocket and you're going to get fucking robbed because you have a porg on your keychain. And it's going to get like covered in pocket lint. And look, if a porg snuck into Ray's pocket and like got like Jedi pocket lint, that would be something. But it's like, well, that's not my pocket. Like my pocket is full of gross. Some. Sometimes I have McNuggets in my pockets. <laughs> How many? Six. What percentage of the time do you have McNuggets in your pockets? Okay, ask me if I have them in my pockets right now. Do you have McNuggets in your pocket right now? No, but this is kind of a weird day for me. Does it make you uncomfortable when you don't have McNuggets in your pocket? I need them. They're like my little friend. Your little safety nuggets. They're your emotional used- support nuggets. <laughs> there <laughs> used to be nugget characters. Like, in, during the 80s, when Sarantia was dead or something, like, there were six McNuggets, and they would all hang out and have adventures in commercials. Dude, that's disgusting. I hate those McDonald's mascots. When I was in high school, my first job I ever had was at a McDonald's, and at one point, they tried to introduce a character. Those McDonald's characters creep me the fuck out. And perhaps it's because when I was working there, they had this big like unveiling day where we all had to come in for like a special meeting when the store was, no, not when the store was closed because the store never closed. But even if you weren't on shift, you had to like come in and it was at like seven o'clock on a Friday. So nobody could use the I have school excuse either or they were like oh we're unveiling this character and i forget the fucking name of it it was like a happy meal box but it was made in the worst cgi like 1999 cgi and it had i i'm looking this up right now i'll take it from here because while you worked at mcdonald's i mentally lived there (laughs) and there was a time during the 2000s when the mcdonald's corporation decided that the happy meal box themselves would be characters. Forget Birdie, forget Grimace, forget Ronald. Like, they were minion-esque, happy, sentient Happy Meal boxes. And you know how the Happy Meal holder is like a little arch? Those were its eyes. And it would just run around going like, It's called Happy. And no, I will keep my ad blocker on, actually, CNBC. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it! You don't have enough money, CNBC? Yeah, fuck you. At least it's not like one of those websites where they force you to turn it off or you can't view the page. That infuriates me. I will find another source for news if I see that. But... (laughs) Okay, please continue. McDonald's unveiled the new mascot today. It's called Happy, but so far, the reactions have been anything but. And I remember seeing this thing in the store at the McDonald's that I work at saying, that is the most horrifying fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And the manager looks at me like I'm the goddamn idiot and says, oh, he's very popular in Europe. So you're, if there's any European listeners of Pork Chat, I don't know what kind of drugs you're on, but this thing is awful. It's awful. I would urge everyone in the audience to look up Happy the Happy Meal Box mascot because it looks like something I see in my nightmares. And the what's even worse is there wasn't just one. No, there was like a whole fucking brigade of them. There was they were like like commercials were featured like a horde of these things. These weird 
And like they had like big tongues and big mouths. It had teeth. Yes, it did. <laughs> Why does it have teeth? I don't want to eat anything that has teeth. Yeah, anyways, uh, I recommend looking that up and then telling McDonald's to go fuck themselves. I, I can't believe they're still using I think they're still using it, too. No, they are still using it, but it has faded significantly into the background. It is the, the happy, the happy meal is no longer the tip of the spear, so, uh, so to speak. It's just kind of, it's a thing. Interestingly, so the McDonald's that Sarantia worked at, through sheer luck i was a regular visitor too really when i lived in los angeles yes because i do you mind if we talk like about the geography of no it? go ahead okay sarantia worked at a mcdonald's in north hollywood with her friend who is now a super pot smoking model like the hottest pot smokingest model in hollywood she's in putacana right now actually wait where is she with her boyfriend sean she's wait. in putacana uh, well, Punta Cana. I, I think it's in Mexico. Put- I'm pretty sure it's in Mexico. Okay. Is she? Is her boyfriend going to end up crying like last time they went to Mexico? Oh, yeah. Last time her fucking boyfriend went to Mexico, he, uh, he, I don't know how, this blow, this statistic blows my mind. She told me that he spent $5,000 in Mexico. Which <laughs> to Mexico? You could become the president of Mexico for $5,000. You could probably buy a house. (laughs) Anyway, so I lived in North Hollywood for a very long time. Uh, When I first moved to LA in 2004, I lived in North Hollywood. I lived in North Hollywood from 2004 to 2007. I lived right on the corner of Backman and Magnolia, right across the street from the NoHo Diner, the North Hollywood Diner. I eventually moved in with a girl named Megan, and then we broke up, and then I moved back to North Hollywood. (laughs) And so I would end up super goddamn high at the North Hollywood McDonald's a lot. Well, you'd fit right in because everybody that worked there was super goddamn high too, except yeah. for me. I didn't. I don't do drugs. You don't? No, I haven't. You know that? Uh, I guess that. Well, I mean, but when you were a kid, like you didn't smoke pot as a teen. Not nearly as much as like I went into there not having ever done drugs, and then I became friends with this girl who only did drugs. Yes, yeah, that's right. Like, look. It would amaze me if, like, once or twice you wouldn't get in the car with her and get high. Oh, no, that's what she would do every break, and I would join yeah. her sometimes. That's pretty awesome. Sarantia does not do any drugs, which is difficult for me, because all I want to do is drugs all the time. All I want is, like, a big bag of weed around, but I'm kind of like, well, it's not fun to just be high alone. And, like, Sarantia... It's just like, who's this stumbling asshole I've been dating for a year and a half? Who's more annoying, high people or drunk people? Oh, drunk people, absolutely. Because uh, because here's what a high person will do. They'll just sit in a single spot for seven hours. Yeah, you're right. A drunk person, sometimes they've got that drunk energy and they just gotta go destroy. Like they wanna fuck something or ruin something. It's, uh, it's I, I, the way I compare it is it's like a, uh, a graph. And on the, what is it, X or... On the X-axis... Wise rise, so the X-axis. On the X-axis, you got amount of liquor consumed. Yep. And on the Y-axis, it's energy level. Yep. And I would say it's like a parabola. 
Like, because if you just drink, maybe this is just my experience, but when I only have a little bit to drink, I'm like, oh, I'm tired and my head hurts and I want to go to bed. But then if you have way too much to drink, then you're passing out. But when you hit that sweet spot right in the middle of the parable, which for me, I think is like three or four drinks. Yep. Then you you can go forever. You're talking up a storm. (laughs) You're running around acting like an asshole. It's. My friend Dick Masterson has described this like exact zone. Oh, really? Of perfectly drunk. And it's kind of like Shangri-La. Like you can only access it sometimes. It's elusive and rare. But when you- It's like a wormhole that you have to find. (laughs) It's like a wormhole you have to find. It's like the ancient land of Brigadoon. Uh, However you set foot on this mythical and fleeting land, when you're there, it's always a fun adventure. I've only ever hit it drinking wine. I know exactly what you're talking about, but for me, I think it's not the quantity of liquor that matters, but it's what I'm drinking. I didn't, wait, because I, because I keep like beer and we get whiskey. So like wine makes you more fun. Cause I'll go buy nine bottles of wine right now if we can go have wine in advance. And I'm not, look, I- this is not a say that you're not fun normally. I'm not trying to throw shade here. <laughs> like I don't like, I. It, you know that, like, I hate sarcastic humor. Like, I don't like it when people bust on each other. It seems forced and weird. I'll go buy, like, nine bottles of wine right now if, like, that's the kind of drunk that'll get you into a fight with another girl. Wine drunk is a thing. No, no, liquor is what gets me into fights with other people. That's not fun drunk. Wine drunk is an actual thing. I encourage everyone listening to Google wine drunk. Look it up on Urban Dictionary because, dude, I don't know. It's something with women, and I think it might only be women, but when you're drunk on wine, you are... Like, I would see this all the time when I had roommates. I used to live with this girl named Morgan. And the one day we just decided at the end of finals, when I was in college, we were going to just get blasted off our ass on champagne. Nice. For some reason. Nice. And she was like weird. She was in like weird mode. Like she was like calling her boyfriend and telling her how much she loved her. And she was like, let's go out. Let's just go wander around and talk to him. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Champagne. I've noticed that with chicks. There is something about champagne that unlocks like a secret princess program in girls where they're just like, let's have fun. Let's go and have fun and go, let's go to a party. Let's go dancing. Let's have fun, fun, fun. Whereas like you give a girl whiskey or beer and she's kind of like, okay, I got I to gotta lie down. Yeah, beer, beer just makes me sleepy. Yeah. Liquor makes me aggressive, yeah. which I don't like. Wait. But wine makes me fun. Wine makes me happy. Like, if I fell while too drunk on wine, I would probably sit there and laugh for, like, five minutes instead of get pissed off. Absolutely. All right. After we're done recording this, we got to go buy a big bottle of champagne. Okay. From that one liquor store around the corner that sold me that bottle of Seagram's that was covered in dust. Oh, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Because I think they probably have the cheapest champagne in town. They absolutely do. They had to restock their Seagram's, I noticed. They wouldn't let me use your credit card. What? When I was there, because the I know I'm standing there. I go up to the um, counter, and the woman's standing there, and she her boss is like standing behind her, leering at her. I guess this might have been her first day, or she was on notice or something. He's leering at her. She says, "I, I pick out, of course, the cheapest bottle of whiskey there, and <laughs> I hand her your credit card, and she says." 
do you have and the and the guy is and she's about to ring it up and yeah. I'm all, I'm thinking I'm in the clear but the guy's like ID <laughs> ID and she's like oh do you have your ID and I'm thinking okay they look they just want to check my age I give it to her and she's like sitting there comparing it to the credit card and she's like is this your credit card and I'm like oh uh, no that's my boyfriend's credit card and she gets all angry and aggressive at me and the owner's like I'm on suddenly on trial out here. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, did you take this for somebody? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, we have people coming in here that are taking credit cards from 16-year-olds and buying them liquor. I'm like, what 16-year-olds at American Express? <laughs> <laughs> what 16-year-old has a credit score that would qualify them for this credit card that I'm trying to buy $25 whiskey with? Wow. We got to go there. Okay, that's it. A- this week, we're legally changing your name to Asterios Coconuts. Hell yeah. <laughs> so A, I can have the most solipsistic kisses ever. But B, <laughs> I can't believe... Wait, this show's pork chatter. Yeah, we got a, we got a pork topic, believe it or not. How far deep into we this? Like 15 I, minutes? I have no... I'm not getting up. I can't go look at the thing. Yeah, I don't give a shit. So do you have your phone today? Yes, I got my phone right here. We're discussing on pork chatter today some videos a series of videos might you say that i've been seeing flowing around on twitter and i would love to hear your opinion on these because i I don't want to poison the well i know you already know how i feel about them but i want the audience to experience this in real time so i would like everyone who's listening to this to park your car if you're driving (laughs) first of all and head on to the twitter page at addicted to porgs yes i i immediately started following at addicted to porgs uh I love them. Um, they have 4,000 followers, and I feel like that's nearly enough. They are friends with the at Porkstrong account, which A$AP I also Pork. follow. Yes. A, it's, yes, it's A dollar sign S A P Porg, which is a reference to ASAP Rocky. And I only say that for people who are my age. The only reason I know who ASAP Rocky is is I one time had to look up, I Googled popular musicians for a comedy sketch and asap rocky came up really yeah because he was on the billboard charts at the time and i was like i was like now i know this forever asap rocky yeah i'm cool asap rocky love the music of asap rocky it's like i don't know one asap rocky song. I, I i don't think i could name one if you paid me right now whatever so addicted to porgs has been posting a series of GIFs on between March 10th to March 14th. They're not GIFs, they're more like videos. Usually quality content, but Asterius, can you please describe the video that you're looking at? Okay, I'm watching Porgs Dancing to Bad by Michael Jackson, and let me turn this up and see if I can get some sound on this. There's a whole series. You could see the Porgs dance to Michael Jackson. You could see him dance to Britney Spears. Okay, all right. I will say that these Porgs are doing very good dance moves like i like the way these porks are dancing i think they're very cute but i'm seeing an issue right away which is that they have like very snowy tops and i wonder like are is this like a different breed of pork from a different part of that planet that has octo like these, because these porks are unrecognizable to me i really very much dislike I very much dislike these gifts. Yeah. I don't like them. I, I think, you know, now that you say that, I am just now noticing that the tops of their heads are white. Yeah. And maybe that is heavily contributing. It looks like it was very poorly rendered, which is weird because the animation is smoother than hell. Yeah, the dance moves are great. 
It it looks like it's fluid. Yes. It's one of the best, most, it's bizarre. It's like if you had Roblox characters mm -hmm. dancing, but somehow the dancing was good. It yes. makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let me watch the Porgs. I have another video up here, which is uh, Porgs dancing to How Will I Know by Whitney Houston. So let me see if these moves are any different. It's just, they're all the same thing. It's just the audio swapped out. Okay, I, I, I mean, I'm seeing a row of five Porgs dancing and and I genuinely have to say, no, these, okay, like, I don't know if, these dance moves are great. I kind of like How Will I Know the best. Um, this is a video that was posted three days ago, and of course we are recording this as of Saturday, March 17th. Um, I don't know why they didn't just pick the classic Porg design to do this. I feel like they wanted to make the Porgs their own in a way, and what I want to see on Twitter is the, is the Porg design I know and love dancing. I think I've realized something about the feathers on the head that upsets me. It's like you ever see a dog or a cat when and they're angry, they like do that thing where they hunch themselves up and mm -hmm. they try to like make their fur look bigger yes. so they can look larger yes. at whatever they're growling or scratching at. This kind of reminds me of that. Because look at their feathers on the top of their head. They're kind of like sticking off of their head. Yeah. Which on the classic Porg design, we all know lie flat. Yes, you're ab yes. Yes, you're absolutely right. These are kind of like pompa porgs, porgs with pompadours, which I I wouldn't necessarily mind if the feather color was the color of the porg that we have in the other room that I bought you for your anniversary. It looks, I really, I really think it's just the feathers on the head I that know. are upsetting me so much about this. I know, I'm sorry. I'm very, very <laughs> sorry about this because this is one of those, I feel like, and again, look, we're not here to talk crap about addicted to porgs. I like the work they're doing at Addicted to Porks. Thank you for following me back. A dollar sign AP Pork. Thank you again for following me back. Thank you for following my girlfriend. We're, bo we're both huge fans. Take this in the spirit that of constructive criticism. I don't think they made the GIF or the video. Really? Yeah, because it says animation by Julian Lead. Okay, hold on. Let's find Julian Lee right yeah, now. Yeah, find on him and let's go bitch him. All right, hold on, Julie. How do you spell lead? J U L. Oh wait, hang on. I gotta replay it. J U L. Man, I gotta watch the whole thing again. L E E D. Wait. L E U P O L D. Leopold. That okay, was wrong. That's not lead at all. L E U P O L D. Julian Leopold. Okay. Okay. All right, there's two Julian Leopolds on Twitter. One is an incredibly attractive man with an eight-pack. Oh, I hope it's, it's not, him. I'm guessing it's not him. And one is a PR consultant in Deutschland. All right, I'm going to follow her. She actually looks pretty good, too. Goddamn, Europe. You really got it going on. Um, all right, neither of these Twitter accounts seem particularly pork-centric. But julian leopold if you're out there can you please just change the design to like the regular pork we like we're not looking for you to like express your creativity and like show us your take on the porgs make the porgs that disney made those are the porgs we like right i don't like change or mixing anything up so don't mix up something that's already perfect <laughs> nerds don't like here's what nerds like slow incremental change that builds upon the things we've already seen. For example, in Star Trek The Next Generation, 
Seasons one and two had one kind of uniform. In season three, they weren't all of a sudden wearing Snuggies. It was just a very slight evolution to the uniform. It's like that game. Have you ever played Democracy? No. Democracy 3. No. It's this game where I think you would really, really get addicted to it. Okay. I might show it to you. I might not to protect you. Much like addicted to porn. It's a game where you pretend to be like the president and you have all these different like categories. And what it lets you do is you you have pretty much unfettered control of the entire like you the army the social programs and you have to appease all these different groups i always end up getting assassinated but if you go what? in and you why do they kill you every time let me tell you because i always go in and it's like set at like if you're playing under america it's at like um gun control is like access to every gun ever just uh no background checks and then you can do the sliding scale and change it and then if you change it all the way to completely banned then <laughs> someone kills you no then your crime rate drops overnight but then it's like uh you get all these messages like we've received immediate credible threats from the nra that they're planning an assassination or something this game sounds great this game sounds like it aligns with my political value it's really fun and if it, you like there's other things too like you can cut off uh social pro like you could end welfare <laughs> you can go the other way if you want okay but um maximum welfare minimum guns Asterios coconuts you can <laughs> r.i.p that's what gets you shot during the parade <laughs> Do I have to go to these parades? It's, uh, sometimes you just open the game and it'll be a pop-up, like, an assassination attempt was made on you that was blocked by your first aid. Please, for the love of God, consider appeasing the MRA. Oh my God, I love this game! <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But, um, no, that's how you get, that's what I was mentioning, is the way you don't get murdered is you have to slowly, like, introduce ah, change. yes, yes. It's like, um, one of them is science fun. Funding, the way that, and if you increase all the science funding, then the religious groups, the pe- number of people in the religious groups slowly weans, and then you could like make abortions everywhere, and there's only like three people that get upset with you. Got it. Can I ask my scientists to make like some sort of like fun abortion candy bar where like they take it and it's just like chock full of morning after pills? But it tastes so great that like dudes want it too. And everyone's just eating this candy bar. Okay, forget the abortion part of this for do a second. Th- yeah, I was gonna say, huh? do you think that the morning after pill is an abortion pill? <laughs> well, isn't it? No. Doesn't the morning after pill cause an immediate shedding of the uterine lining, which therefore causes the body to, to expel any of any of the sperm or or fertilized ovum that may be within the walls of the uterine lining? I don't think... It, oh, I don't know how it, what mechanism it works by, but it's not the same pill that they give you like if you go to the abortion clinic. Oh, no, of course not. Yes, granted. Uh, but RU486, what it does is it causes an immediate period. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like your vagina's eject button. So, like, <laughs> so you go down to... The, all right, so, like, let's say you have sex with some dude... And he's like, surprise, I stealthed you, which is terrible. Explain to the audience what that is. Okay, actually, you explain to the audience what that is. I'm a little drunk. I'm probably going to say it in the crassest way possible. No, let's just move on from this topic. Let's say there was an oopsie, because that happened to me once. One time like I was with this girl and the condom fell off. How do you not notice that immediately? You just, because when you're a dude, you're just kind of like trying to, there's a lot going 
I think you stealthed somebody. I did not stealth anybody. Uh, hey, you know, and it I, was 2004. There was no such thing as stealthing. Oh, yeah. Nobody ever did that before there was a term for it, I'm sure. God damn it. It wasn't a meme then. <laughs> there weren't articles on Bart. Yeah, I'm sure sports. there weren't uh, shitheads doing that anyway. Okay. Moving on. So, look. When you're a boy, it's kind of like mission control. There are a lot of knobs and levers and switches and buttons that you gotta push to get to launch. You gotta like do stuff in the north, stuff in the south. You have to be communicating certain things that trigger certain things with it. Like, getting- You gotta be tapping on the head. <laughs> you gotta be tapping on the- Getting a girl to where she needs to be to be happy is like the ultimate game of operation. It's very much like this democracy game you're talking about. It's very complex. And so while you're <laughs> yeah, there- you can't just jump in there and bite the clip. Oh God! <laughs> Someone just crashed their car hearing you say that. No, I told them to pull over. You, you can't sue me for this. I told you to pull ah! over. I did not say start the car again. Ah! Simon says, Simon didn't say, put oh, the key back in the ignition. I've never heard anything. Can we end this episode? I've never heard anything more disgusting than the thing you just said. Sriracha! What? Where did you get this from? What? Are you on the dark web all the time? Where does this come from? Yeah, I'm on the dark web. You can find me on the dark web. Oh, God. Open up your Tor browser. Uh, Do people still use that? I don't know. Can we end the episode now? No, because now I kind of want to talk about the dark web. Okay. You ever been on, like, an actual website? Because you got to have the specific address. I've never downloaded the, the Tonal Onion routing protocol and have never gone to weird 900 number IPs. No, I've never been on the dark web, Sriracha. I didn't ask you if you bought a hitman. I'm just asking if you've paid a visit. Ah! Why would I go to the dark web if I wasn't looking for trouble? It's not called the light web. The dark web, or the onion browser, I think was invented, not invented, but I found out about it, I think my first year of college, and I downloaded it just to sniff around a little bit, and that's when the Silk Road was still up. Yes. And I got on, and I checked out the Silk Road, and then I was like, well, how do you know you're getting a good, pro you're going to get drugs shipped to you, yeah, and exactly, not if you, a you police might... officer shipped to you? Yeah, exactly, because it's like, these are your Bitcoins, like... And granted, at the time, Bitcoins weren't worth what they're worth now. Actually, maybe they are worth what they're worth now. Because Bitcoin's Who the fuck out, knows? I don't know. But um, the only reason I can think of to go into the dark web for me would be to just buy a big box of weed. But it's like, but I know a guy who drives weed over to my house. Yeah, no, I sniffed around a little bit, and then I was like, this is dumb. And then I shut it down and never went on again. Okay. Dark web sriracha, huh? Yeah, you can find me on the dark web. <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on the dark web. Okay, Sriracha, please. I have to throw up. The thing you said, I'm not kidding, was very upsetting. I've been drinking oatmeal apple cider this entire podcast. My stomach's very upset. Can you please wrap this up? All right, uh, this has been Pork Chatter with Minimum Pork Talk. Look, it's not our fault. Well, I mean, it kind of is. We're the only people you could possibly blame. This has been Alcoholism Cast with... Uh, anyway, 
Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Asterios. Eventually, Pork Chatter will get its own RSS feed and its own website and all that. I mean, it's right? up on SoundCloud. It's up on... Tell people. The SoundCloud is... Oh, shit. I don't remember my SoundCloud. <laughs> Way to have a call to action, Sriracha. Oh, shit. Way to go. She knows how to get to the dark web and buy a hitman, <laughs> but she doesn't know how to promote her own podcast. I don't think there's any hitman. I think that's greatly over-exaggerated. Mm, okay. Look, I don't know. All I know is that these Lifetime movies of the week pretty, seem pretty scary. Profile uh, user. Yeah, you know what? Just search for Porg Chatter on SoundCloud. You'll find it. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> that was 35. <laughs>